to unemployed actors to unemployed actors they're just between projects welcome back to two unemployed actors i'm max i'm sam and we have some oh so much news seriously so much news i've just first i mean i've been working through the, the break, so to speak, the break, the break inverted. In, in, I can't even talk today. It's 2020. It's been such a break. <laughs> Welcome back to two unemployed actors. It's a break, but up. not a break for me. But you've been on holidays, and if I see another photo of you on holidays, seriously, mate, I'm just gonna unfollow you. I'm just gonna send them privately <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am skiing. Here I am drinking. Here I am partying. You. I bastard. swear I don't post that much. <laughs> no, it, maybe it's just that I notice it because it mustn't um, have been me because you, you said partying. Holidays. You said partying. Yeah, I don't party. I don't you don't party. So Such lazy. a responsible young adult. Just lazy. I was never <laughs> a responsible young adult. <laughs> um, so yes. Yeah, so no downtime. It's kind of been. It's kind of been full on. Like I, I, I think I alluded in the last uh, podcast of last year, mm. last season that. Uh, agent meeting and uh, was it was really constructive. I'm on the right track, but here's some gaps that I need, like ready for pilot season, recut your US showreel, make sure it's spot on, redo your social, your, not your social, but your um, casting networks and showcast profiles. Just make sure that everything's fresh, different headshot, and it's all you know aligned and ready to go for pilot. And then sure enough, last week, the emails came through, you know, guys, we just got a list for NBC, we got a list for other networks, from local casting agents who are appointed by them to source globally and um, bang, ready to go. So for once I was ahead of the curve and hopefully it pays off, but at least I'm ready. But nice. I, I've, I've got to say, aside from all that, theatre, like because I really enjoyed, even though it was brutally depressing, the last play I was in about a guy on a farm, his wife had died, his sons are moving away, uh, it's a drought, He's depressed. Uh, one once my spoken song was holding a handgun while I was talking about suicide. I mean, like full on, right? Mm. So I saw an opportunity to audition for a comedy farce. Like it's basically the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Through um, a theatre company, they, they they do lots of reviews. Uh, they're Broadway at the moment for the Broadway Con, where they talk about the next season launch, uh, and locally as well uh, in Australia. So they have a festival that runs each year and I did the so I went and audition it was great I got the call back so bear in mind I'm still doing physio for my bloody shoulder <laughs> and being comedy fast like it's all so physical as well like yeah. you just it's big like yeah. theatre's big anyway but wow you know and you take it to the extreme and there was about 30 of us on the call back for four parts and a lot of them were so young like your age <laughs> Like talking about how they just finished their HSC and all this stuff, and yeah, they're all yeah, yeah. bouncing around, full of energy, and I'm just trying not to scream with my shoulder. <laughs> and um, like, it oh just my makes god, you even older. If someone even accidentally, I know it makes me feel <laughs> even older. If someone accidentally hits me or something, I'm just going to scream like a baby, and hopefully it fits in with that that scene, <laughs> you know. So yeah. no, I got messages from friends about about the same festival. Yeah, stuff, it was right? four hours the callback. Four hours. Yeah. Um, the last Sunday before Christmas. Mm. Uh, bouncing around as they just sort of put you in different scenes. The way they worked, it was pretty good. You 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 just turn up. You don't know what you're going to get. Mm. Uh, roughly, you know what part you're going for. But I said that's fine if you want to put me forward for any other part. You see me playing in any other production that you've got. And uh, yeah, so they just walk out and go. Here's some sides. Uh, you're in a group. You're in a group, and just put us up into groups of four and uh, go into. Here's the role you're playing in that group. Away you go, and we'll call you in when 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 we're ready. Nice. <laughs> 
and um, and then you go in there and give it your all, and then afterwards, like I was getting them come up to me and going, "Look, can you cold group, read?" Group callbacks are the worst, are they not? Well, oh, no, no. especially when you're the oldest in the room with a broken <laughs> and you're broken and you're in pain. But yeah. anyway, enough about me. Um, broken. <laughs> it wasn't right. That's there was so one stage sad. where a girl's gone and leant on my shoulder in the scene, oh. and I'm like, "Oh, I'm crying inside, but I'm laughing." Out. Anyway, it was. Oh yeah, uh, I think yeah. I, you're laughing to tears of joy. It <laughs> so makes me look more method or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's tears rolling down his face. He was so committed for this yeah, comedic moment. It was brilliant. <laughs> Sometimes it can be really. I wasn't nervous at all. I was more worried about my bloody shoulder, obviously, and mm. my and being so old. But uh, <laughs> mainly the shoulder, and not so much the scene. And um, so they've come out and they go, oh, "Can you cold read?" I'm like. Fine, no worries. It it could be daunting because you're going in a room and you're still performing in front of them. So I'm literally sure. reading a line ahead as we go and trying to make it a bit more funny and all the rest of it, and uh, which is great. Anyway, I've got the part. I'm really excited. The festival's on April, May in Sydney. So if you're not in Sydney, um, make sure you make travel arrangements for May. <laughs> wherever, wherever you are, um, more details to come. Uh, first table read hasn't even happened yet, so we're, we're going to go through a read-through and I'll week or two, two weeks. I don't know why I'm looking at you. Nice. You don't know either. Two weeks. Fortnite. It's a fortnight away. Fortnite. Definitely a fortnight away. And uh, it's going to be great fun. I, I don't know. Like the rehearsals where you sort of take lots of chances at things to see what sort of works, lots of experimenting and mm. stuff like that. I need new headshots. Yeah? Very urgently. Very urgently. The, well, the last time I had headshots was two years ago. I know it's like, it's yeah. different for you. You don't yeah. change really. You're, yeah. you're done now. You really yeah. look the same. Yep, that's it. I'm preserved in scotch. <laughs> I just keep drinking every week and I'll look the same age exactly. and the same level of immaturity. Perfect. Brilliant. Um, same shoulder. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. It's getting better. It's getting better. Oh, the shoulder. I had three medical professional appointments yesterday. Yeah. I've now graduated from not just physio twice a week, but an exercise physiologist, which yeah. I didn't even know existed until last week. Oh, yeah. It's basically like a personal trainer, but with four years of medical training. Yeah. So I get to go to the gym with a, a training guru to help me work out. So there's no excuse for yeah. me not working out now. So I got to, yeah. So I got to get these headshots, and um, that's a, it, it, It's weird, right? So I'm waiting because yes. I'm waiting till I look my best because you have those headshots for ages, yeah, well, and if your hair is like. <laughs> Damn I know, but it, I if didn't you, like if you that. need need it, like yeah, just do it. it, just do it, just book it in. Like the trouble is too. Yeah. Sometimes a good photographer is hard to get. Uh, obviously, maybe more people before pilot, like end of the year before pilot season. But like I know because I, I went with Sally Flag and like, so pilot was season out. done now. It's still going. It's still going. Yeah. It's kicked off. Uh, she she was booked for like three months. Um, but then, funnily enough, someone cancelled a few days later. So there I was. I need need, and two days later, I've got. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I, know, I, I need to book aligned. it. I just want everything to look perfect yep. and like hit work, and I can use it for maybe a bit longer than a year. Make sure your headshots are a character of like a scruffy young <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> dude, know. skater dude, or something. I don't know. Doesn't look after themselves. But, but like I've been saying, Kate Williams is the is the woman I go to. Okay, and she's, she's very good. Yeah, and you get good bang for your buck. Great, that's important. Yeah, uh, being unemployed, okay. and it's nat- she uses natural light only. Okay, no oh. studio stuff. And they look, they looks very, very good. Yeah, she does uh, outside and in Erskineville. Okay, great. Just different spots. Go like and do it. Just book it and, and get yourself it. sorted I'm out. Now. Yeah, I have it written everywhere on my phone as a reminder. It feels good to have new, fresh headshots and that you know, and 
updating your profiles. Fred, seriously, mate. Freddie, you're knocking the mic. He's pulling, he's pulling apart what's left of his bed. It's basically just a piece of fabric now. He's actually <laughs> removed all of the stuffing, but it just keeps giving. Every time I walk in, there's like white fluffy stuffing all over the floor. It looks like it's snowed. Fred, seriously, mate. Anyway, enough about Fred. <laughs> Sorry about that. to as you saw yes your holiday <laughs> to, overseas yes went to europe and that was great um had to teach jess how to ski uh, in austria so she learned how to ski in austria how are the she beginner really slopes in austria are they safe they're, like? yeah they're actually quite good. Oh, good um but like first day there she like barely knew how to put on skis two days after she had like one one lesson for two hours yeah and she was skiing down the mountain natural yeah she was very good. I was oh, well, very proud. One more snow trip and she'll put you to shame. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and uh, one of the days we went, it's called, it's called Off Pist, mm-hmm. which is like off yeah, yeah. the track. Uh, me but look like avalanches and stuff. We had to wear avalanche packs, like beepers. Oh, forget to, that. Yeah. And no. I was like flipping down the mountain oh, and stuff. Stop. <laughs> Dodging trees it's like some good James Bond movie. Very thick snow, like height, like head height. That'd be nice. Right. I haven't been fun. skiing for a long time. I love skiing, but it's I haven't amazing. been skiing. It's, it's quite great. a commitment in Australia because there's like three places you can go yeah, for yeah. three weeks of the year. But uh. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to find a consistent job as well as acting so I can do that. Yeah, a survival job. Yeah, exactly. And there was a there was a runner job at Finn Design and Effects, which mm-hmm. is a post-production company, so I applied for that. Um, and I messaged my agent that I'm back and I'm ready to jump into it. And new headshots coming soon. And yeah, all that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And I said, because uh, Belvoir, you know, yes, Belvoir Theatre, the you can't audition there um, unless you're invited to or your oh, agent. Really? Yeah, contact them. Yeah, so yeah. I actually I, I, I messaged Mark and I told him, I asked him if he could email them for audition. He said, we'll do. And I'm like, yes. Brilliant. Let's do you it. You just got to keep putting yourself out there. That's it. And you've got to drive as well. You can't just wait for your agent to call you and go, hey, exactly. you've got to lead in. I know you. Got, you got, a lot of it you got to do it yourself. Exactly. And I, <laughs> I actually messaged him. He didn't message back, but I messaged him uh, just right at the beginning of the year while I was mm. still away. I messaged him. I said, um, "I've been with you for two years now. Uh, just wondering if I need to renew my contract, or it just happens automatically." And he didn't reply, so I just decided to read my contract. Yeah. Um, and not be lazy. Yeah. Like I was doing, and it the says fine print. It, it said it just renews unless you unless you quit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not in, in perpetuity, unless you want to run away. <laughs> yeah. Unless you tear it up in a symbolic but form of exactly departure. But now I want to, now I want to email him. Uh, no, message him about the pilot season. Just be like, yeah, is there stuff happening? Yeah, because you, you like you're gonna hear from people. Like if you're not gonna hear from your client, from your yeah. peeps, clients, yeah, whatnot, then I think I, I think what works for me is is sort of doing it because I know I know Archer Management like they're really busy at the moment. Mm. And they even just put a post on on the Facebook chat group saying, "Look, you know, we we'll, we will get to your emails if it's urgent. Call us, but please only if it's urgent. And you know, don't be if, don't be <laughs> surprised if we can't reply to your email right away. Yeah, uh, because it's just it's flat out at the moment as the opportunities come through local agents for global pilot season yeah. casting opportunities. Yeah, plus all the normal stuff. Um, and as the corporates get back to work, you know, you've got your TVC ad um, castings, that sort of stuff still happening. Yeah. Life goes on. And, and uh, I mean, it's, Mark... It's flat out. Mark is very good, right? He's obviously, like, he's he, he'll he contact me when something comes up for yeah. me. But it does help to push as Absolutely. well a little bit. But if, you you know, if I don't speak to him now for, for months, he'll he'll 
still put me forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roles, yeah. You know, people ask for specific. It's looks good and to be stuff. proactive, absolutely. And I've I've never had a show reel, a proper show reel, and I'm actually right. getting onto making it. Um, okay. Because I just I just got because um, I was in the, uh, a Crimson Education commercial, so I'm going to yep. add that to yep. it. I'm going to add the UNSW one, yep. Cancer Council one, and then just a bit of. When this short film, oh, the short film, yeah, I was like contacting them. They had a break over Christmas, but yeah. they're back into it. And okay, there were packages for like donations and stuff, yes. and they're going to send that out at the end of February. So hopefully, this will come in soon. I can't wait to see this thing. It's going to be probably in five years' time. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, yeah, of course, you can add it to your showreel. So oh, I can't wait. Gold. Yeah, that's that's going to be awesome. I, I think I've seen. Remember the two. Remember the two guys that uh, that I auditioned for for that that oh, what was the short film The Taking, mm. um, which isn't going to be in production till for another few months. Yeah, but then from that audition, I got that that detective role, which was um, last year filmed, mm. where I had to become right-handed because I'm punching the serial killer with my broken shoulder. Oh yeah, and uh, so I saw rough cuts of that, which looks great. It looks so cool, so moody. Um, oh, yeah. We should be. I should. That should drop in Feb. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I was about to ask when it was coming. And then, like early Feb? yeah. So the other film that they had me down for was uh, one that was filming over the Blue Mountains, but with the massive bushfires mm. in December, they're like, yeah, no, because there's literally two huge fires converging that you have to drive through to get to the place which isn't burning, but. If you're on location and something happens, no one's going to help you because they're all fighting the actual fires. Yeah. So they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna postpone that till January. <clears throat> we'll be fine in January." Yeah. No, because the fires are still going, yeah. and we saw on the map it literally hasn't been burnt the the location, but it's in the middle of the massive area yeah, that right. has. So that one's being pushed back a bit, but uh, I'm excited to get into the taking where I play this, you know, crazy type character mm. that was the actual one I auditioned for. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait for the detective to drop as well. I, I really like that that character. Mm. Um, he's so in control of the scene and to see him so out of control by the end of it, yeah. it's pretty cool. So theatre and... T- and, uh, yeah, film and then voiceovers has been sort of... It was a bit quiet. A few instances over Christmas, but then it's picked up again already. So mm. um, straight back into it. So really, there sort of hasn't been any downtime for me. I've sort of been plowing through. Oh, I'll have a break after, I don't know, the play. Yeah. <laughs> have it's a May. Well-deserved break <laughs> in May. A break. I'll, I'll struggle through it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Another audition on Saturday. Mm-hmm. This is for a comedy sketch group. Oh yeah, someone who had set up a comedy sketch group before. Yeah, I think it was in New Zealand, and had done everything like directing, producing, writing, um, casting, the whole lot, and then realised, yeah, it's a lot. So yeah. <laughs> let's do it better with that experience, mm-hmm. with actors acting, uh, a director coming on board, writers, all that sort of stuff, so everyone can stay in their lanes and contribute all together, but. Um, it allows you to sort of do what you do mm. and do it well, one hopes. So that's uh, a few hours on Saturday where we've got a rough outline of a couple of sketches, a couple of scenes, and so we've got an idea of how it works. We don't know who we're playing and then we'll get there and I think in groups of eight you get, you know, uh, chosen to do a certain character and away you go, action. And a bit right. of improv as well. 
So that should be interesting because it should be fun. It should be interesting. So it could be could, could get busy for me, uh, busier. But uh, I'll let you know how it goes next week. I've been taking my time out to do yeah. to, to go see movies using my you know, you know my little membership thing and I get points and stuff. Oh yeah, one of them was free. Can't complain. But uh, look, a standout for me was Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And and you, have you seen that? I have. I saw it yesterday actually. Oh, Just how awesome! It it's it was so cool. funny. It is not what I expected. It's the definition of satirical. <laughs> I reckon that film is the definition of satirical. How cool is it? Because when you when you hear about you know World War Two, uh, mm-hmm. Hitler, you don't think comedy too much. And no, it's you're grasping with some very solidly heavy uh, subject matter. Yeah. So to make fun of that can go either way. <laughs> That's the thing, right? So you got to So the director, um, Taika Waititi, yeah, who did um, who did Thor Ragnarok and all yes. that. Uh, he so he's done it I, because it's so such a satire. It it. Like it's done with sensitivity and and enough satire that kind of yeah. hides the it it doesn't kind of make fun of anyone except yeah, the Nazis yeah, and yeah. you know that's kind of and they're the so point. big and out of context yeah. and everything else. It, but it, it was so more res- it was more emotional than I thought it, it would. Yeah, be. I know there was so was some good messages in there and and uh, yeah, so quite respectfully done mm. with the subject matter in mind, but uh, some great gags, quite edgy <laughs> as well though. Yeah, like yeah. A lot of stuff like oh, 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 but kind of like funny. And what a cast you've got: Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson, um, Johansson. Thomason, Thomason McKenzie, who's a favourite of Which mine. That one? Um, <laughs> she played the the girl who was hiding. Yes, and oh, Sam, New Zealand actress. She, yeah, I, I was the accent kind of. She did a very good accent, but I, Sam I Rockwell. He was very funny. Stephen Merchant and Rebel Wilson. I mean, come on. You've got some great, it's a good cast. great talent there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sam Rockwell's character. Oh, this is so funny. This was funny, yeah. It was great. So a, a really good movie. I like uh, I like JoJo's mate. You know, the oh, guy yeah. played by Archie. Archie is he Aussie? Yates. I is don't he think Aussie so. I he's British. I can't remember. No, he's British. His accent, yeah. Uh, but, but it was great because some of those heavy moments, it was great to see Archie turn up and provide some yeah. great... Comic relief. It was really well done because it, it appeared like we were watching it through Jojo's eyes, exactly. like kind of like a child's eyes, because yeah. it was such. It was obviously about the war, yeah, but it was very stylized and and very kind of pretty looking in that sense. And the other and thing, the innocence of a child. You're absolutely of, right because the other, the other thing was the imaginary Hitler is what he imagines. Obviously, it's his yeah. imaginary friend, yeah. And so the the language that that his imaginary Hitler's using is yeah. the language of a child and the yeah. moods of yeah. a child. You're not getting the propaganda, the yeah. <laughs> the full on exactly. um, war like uh, rhetoric. But it's kind of it's funny because there's dramatic irony because we know who won the war and we know what happened yes. and we know how dark it was. Yes. Even though we're seeing it in a very light sense, mm. kind of because we're seeing it through a child's eyes, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but we still kind of know that how dark it is because we we know that. But it, it, it was done very cleverly, and I also like how. Um, there was a lot of focus, purposeful focus on Scarlett Johansson's character's shoes. Yeah, yeah. For for that particular shot, particular we're not going to give it spoilers. away, but yeah, it's it's very gut-wrenching stuff. No, I, I I walked out of that, and you and you have experienced a lot of emotion, but it it was really good quality entertainment with some decent yep. messages done very respectfully because mm-hmm. of, of a subject that's quite delicate. I think his portrayal of Hitler was amazing too. Like, come on, that was yeah. just hilarious every time you see the guy. <laughs> Is he a no, he looks familiar? Is he a well-known actor? No, uh, well, not 
I've never seen him before. Like he looked familiar, but I didn't. He's don't been remember. in bits pieces, but no, he's um, certainly for his directing at the moment. And they're talking about Star Wars. Maybe the rumor is wait, who is Taika Waititi? Did he play Hitler? No. Oh, I didn't even recognize him. Bombshell just happened. What? <laughs> yes, he was That's playing Hitler. Film. That's a different film. He was playing Hitler. <laughs> so. Oh my god! Because yeah. he always makes cameos in his films. How good is that? Oh. It's a decent character to play, but uh, yeah, no, he's he's he was Hitler. <laughs> And they're talking about maybe uh, the next Star Wars movie because Disney are popping them out every week now. Mm. Um, yeah. Getting him to, to, to do what he did to, to do to Star Wars what he did to Thor, oh. which is make it a change bit it more... A yeah, change it up a gear, make it a bit more entertaining in a <laughs> comedic way. And Sorry, uh, Star Wars fan. <laughs> well, you know, I like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I don't think we're going to get one... Li- uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be like a stand-up thing. Th- but that would be I think, cool. I think the thing that made Thor quite successful... Correct me if I'm wrong. The last one, the Ragnarok, yeah, was, yeah the Ragnarok yeah. was because uh, the space that he gave the leads to 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 improv a bit, yeah, and to uh, be a bit more edgy and funny in places. There's a lot more want by audiences for for like the taking of the piss, yeah, of self depreciating humor and all that. Yeah, like, I remember there's one and scene the where it's very it was Deadpool esque before a scene of of Thor going through with all the weapons to choose. Yeah. Uh, they were literally behind the scenes looking at the layout armor has got all the weapons laid out mm. and they're literally going well that, what could that be used for well, that's a, that could be something special uh, that's for the bedroom that's right and literally just going to and like oh my god let's do this yeah hence uh chris doing that in the scene mm. um and taking up a notch and and it made it into the to the cut so yeah. like normally on these huge budget you know, universe shows. It's mm. been through that many rewrites and rewrites, and like every word's there and do not touch and yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's so there's so because there's so many millions in it. The marketing alone, let alone the production. Like you don't, you know, to give someone enough power to sort of make changes on the fly. Yeah, you know, it's very quite cool. Impressive. Though you need to do that. For exactly. The well, it anyway. worked. It worked. Yeah. So yeah, no, Jojo Rabbit. Definitely go see it if you haven't already. It's fantastic. The mm. speaking of war. Mm-hmm. Um, 1917. Have you seen 1917? Yeah, to see it. Still need to see it. Go and see it, it while it's on the big screen because it truly is like a war epic. It's graphic, right? It's it cool. is graphic. Yeah. It's full on. There's some great storylines throughout, mm. but uh, definitely the the whole war scenario is in your face. There's no m- misunderstanding. You are on the front. Good cast as well. Uh, gr- a great cast. Yeah. What I like, well, and for a good reason. I mean, you need solid actors because basically it's designed to look like it's one take. There's a couple of cuts, the and, hidden and, cuts and you can see the hidden cuts, okay. and and you can you can pick them if you're looking for it. But it's designed. It looks like one take. It Very really cool. does. And yeah. and I saw a bit of behind the scenes before I'd seen the movie, where literally the camera was on a fly system where mm-hmm. it was being pulled across the scene then handed to a cameraman on Steadicam mm-hmm. uh, who then after a short journey handed it to a cameraman on the back of a motorbike so it was all one yeah, yeah, uncut yeah, yeah. moment cool. but technically how amazing would, and yeah. there's bits where they're following you're following right behind them and then it pans to their side as they walk around a water pool mm. and the camera c- still takes that straight path across the water yeah. on their side and then comes up the, it pans behind them again and it shows this length of razor wire and nice. you know yeah. you're definitely not getting through that but there's a small gap for them yeah and as it's following it goes back to their side and you can see them walking through the gap with with wire in between them and the camera 
So somehow they would have had to work out a way to yeah. get the camera through that Very cool. safely. I've seen similar it's shots, like YouTube on. videos of, of technical film shots. And there's one where there's, you know, it's on a uh, you know, crane, like film yep. like camera crane. It comes down to like near the window of a moving bus right. and gets handed to a cinematographer in right. the bus yep, yep. and then out the window to a steady cam. How cool is that? On the, and it's like, it looks like it's going... It's massive. But could you imagine the... I mean, have you seen Russian Ark? That was another movie. Mm. Oh, that was really good. Another movie that that, that was done, was done in one take. Yeah. Um, lots of characters, lots of background action, huge. But and lots of lighting changes and everything it was all indoors. But this is outside, so mm. for continuity, I mean, you've got to have all grey sky. You've got to, you know what I mean? Like it's night. Yeah. You can't have grey and then suddenly it goes blue or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the background action has to be coordinated so well because you're dealing with a lot of moving people mm. and explosions and gunfire and all the rest of it. Yeah. And it's kind of like being in a, a play that 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 but the stage is you know a kilometer long sort of thing. Yeah. And and the coordination for the crew, as much as the background action and the and the on air talent, is is incredible. It's very cool. It's like the the Revenant got uh, it won the award for best cinematography in the, at the Oscars that year, and the opening scene is meant to be in like one shot. It's, and it's intense. The whole f- battle. And it really does set the scene cool. well. For yeah. the Revenant, it's yeah. a great way to do that. Birdman's another one. Have you seen Birdman? Yes. Oh, very all good. these good movies. There's some great. Fantastic. Ones. No, well, I, I, I really do. Like, I think I have to see it again. Um, Marriage Story. Have you seen that as well? No, no I haven't, I seen, haven't that one seen it yet. yet but apparently, yeah. it's yeah, it's been. Well, I, I, I have to see 1917 again because I think the first time mm. it is so epic war in your face. Plus, I'm looking for these little technical moments and it's going, oh wow, that was you a great shot. You now just want to watch you it. You know what I mean? I want to watch it again just to get into the character, into the characters a bit, yeah. into the story. Watch a film three times: one for the technicals, right. one for the characters. This might be a few more then, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was fantastic, but definitely worth seeing in the cinema for, to really appreciate yeah, the okay. scale of it. Yeah, um, I mean, absolutely fantastic. No, that's the thing. No one's going to the cinema anymore. Like, it's all Netflix and streaming stuff. We were jo- Jess and I were. Yeah. I know it's been a couple of weeks now, but Jess and I were Jojo Rabbit yesterday. Yeah. 10, 10 people or something. You've got to work really hard now to get to get bums on seats in cinemas. I know. It, before, when it was all about piracy, they just that's when they invested in all these huge temple movies, you know, the um, Supermans and the universes mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but now because, streaming isn't Because to yet. sit down in your bedroom on your lap, looking at your laptop, it, it, you know, to get the most out of those sorts of movies, um, you want to see it in the cinema. Yeah. And that worked really well to the point where, you know, they were a lot more successful than not and they were helped to fund other movies that, that have a limited or niche, more niche yeah. audience. Yeah. You're seeing a lot more movies come out for adults now for like a demographic that's a lot older than was yeah. normally targeted. Yeah. A lot more female-led characters, which is great. Uh, so, so, so I think really great stories, I don't, I don't care where they come from, whether it's streaming or, or whatever. Whether yeah. and, and I think the good thing about streaming is it opens up an audience too to a lot of global stories that 100%. you wouldn't normally get. Yeah. And yes, I'm mainly talking about my Scandi serial killer drama, <laughs> cop drama things that I'm going through at the moment. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a hell of a phase. It's been going six Which months. Uh, all of them. And oh, uh, <laughs> so I think, I think uh, but, but when it comes to cinema, the, other, the, 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 the real tension point at the moment in Australia, and I think it's happening globally, is the limited release where you normally get a six plus window or 90 day window to screen the big movies mm. then netflix comes out with the irishman and you know these yeah, other limited release there. ones yeah. uh stan in australia with the the, the true story of the kelly gang it's 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 in cinemas from january 9th but it'll be on and every, streaming and service everyone from knows that australia day gonna, yeah. so uh People again you know now. you want to support australian pr- produced content and go and see in the cinema and and good stories like the you know irishman great story i didn't quite enjoy it as much as i thought i would but uh, maybe it would have been different if I'd have seen it in the cinema. 
different uh, if it was only two but hours. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, <laughs> I think I think I think that that puts a lot of tension too because you know. I think you haven't got a lot of money to to, no. to to make it back before it's suddenly gone to a streaming service. Yeah, and yeah. you've got, you're right, those people who are like, well, I'm not going to go see it because it'll be yeah. on streaming. And it's all, But it's almost like, but now actors are also not just earning money from the box office, it's it's through streaming services as well. Yep. But also like, yeah, if you go to the cinema, it almost forces you to watch a movie. No distractions. Yep. So you could enjoy it yep. more at the cinema. But I, I also think because TV shows these days are much higher quality than they used to be. Some even higher than than films it really is um, and it really the, is the last few years in the for cinema. Te- yeah the last few years for television it's been have amazing been fantastic. have you seen you have you heard of you uh, i've heard of it but i haven't seen it terribly creepy yeah kind of gave me a bit of anxiety is that where some guy's <laughs> stalking yeah i think I he's tried a to watch sociopath first episode it's very well written because right. most of uh pen pen badgley pen badgley i think that's his name the the lead uh most of his lines are voiceovers so you get an insight into his head right. Um, which is even creepier, yeah. but it's so well written because he's a sociopath, so he does things yep. that are illegal and awful, but justifies them. So you, you can know? see it through his Justify eyes how he how he lives you with it. Can, you're like, oh no, I feel for this guy. Oh wait, no, 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 I don't. No, wait, yeah, I do. You're not allowed to feel sorry for him. It's very and it's well. You do. You're meant to. So the writers have done it that way, yep. and obviously the acting as well um, has helped. And it's incredible because you you. You hear what he's thinking, and you're like, "Oh, he's justifying. That's fair enough." No, it's not. It was murder. What? It, it's absolutely not. Ju- but he's justifying it, and his feeling and and Penn's acting in his in yeah. his voice is yep. is, is very real. And and it's okay. he, he he did um in the year two thousand he voiced like Mario Tennis and Mario Golf or whatever. So right. People ask him, it's like, "How do you do that voice?" It's like, "Well, I did voiceovers." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's very creepy. He's also very creepy. Actor well, as well. I'll, I'll give it another shot then because not as creepy I as I um, got through first episode. What's that? What's the actor's name in Jojo Rabbit? The one of the Gestapo, the ma- the main Stephen Merchant. He's such a creepy. Oh, he? Yeah, <laughs> he's but like he does he's still and his I mouth know. is like he does creepy funny thing. quite quite well. It's he does do creepy just funny. Fantastic! This 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 caricature of uh, SS Gestapo officer. What's that with like everyone named so Steve? Like being a bit creepy, you know, like and Steve Buscemi and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before that movie, I thought of Steve Merchant more as funny, but yeah, yeah, yeah creepy. He's funny, <laughs> but he's got a creepy face, right? <laughs> I don't think that's... That's, what <laughs> that's how it works. Hey, he if that's what like gets him paid gigs, good on him. No, 100%. <laughs> sure. But I think, well, what I'm watching at the moment is... Oh uh, well, I just finished I just finished um, The Commons, which is an Australian series okay. set in the near future of Sydney. I know Anthony Brandon Wong had a, on a partner. I, uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. Another one on Amazon that I finished that. It was quite interesting. Mm. Jason Bourne series. So Robert okay. Ludlum wrote about Jason Bourne back in the day. And I've, I've, I was a fan of the books. And then I remember watching the original Jason Bourne movies mm. with Richard Chamberlain okay. uh, as Jason Bourne. And then um, obviously I'm up to speed with all the other Jason Bournes and mm. that have been out lately. But also um, uh, it's a spin-off called Treadstone. Okay. It's... Based on London's past, I think you know, but uh, but it's based on the characters he's cr- or the stories. So much, not so much as the characters, the stories that he's created around this whole um, program that's done behind the scenes that's mm. been cut off, but someone's revived it. But stuff is happening, and it's got global consequences and lots of international stories in there. So okay. I think that I'm really enjoying that. I liked episode eight. That's 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 quite fun. Good but shot. um, but yeah, no, I haven't. You can't Brooklyn say good stuff after you just yawned. Good stuff. <laughs> Sorry for the yawning. <laughs> you say good stuff, but your face has just gone. 
I've just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Each their own. So yeah, there's yeah, lots no. of stuff. There's my lots yawning, stuff out there. Uh, my yawning actually oh means I gosh. enjoyed it when I yawn. Just so re- what? Max, remember that every time <laughs> I yawn, it means I enjoyed it. <laughs> so you say for, for the future. So um, what what's up for you for the next few days, weeks? Like just pu- push so more he- and more. Like headshots. Headshots. Um, showreel. Mm-hmm. I need to wait for this short film though to finish the showreel, but yep. I can just start it. You uh, could do it. You can tape a, a two hander or something. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah, the benefit is you're dating, a, you're dating an actor, so yeah, it helps with the two-handers. And so is she. Yeah. <laughs> no more, no more uh, romantic two-handers with your mum. <laughs> yes, that was one of the old podcasts. Remember that? That was funny. <laughs> I know. That's why I brought it up again. Yeah. <laughs> it's particularly funny at your expense. All right. That was... To unemployed actors, I'm Max. I'm Sam. And don't forget to like and subscribe us on your favourite podcast platform. If you're listening to us now, press subscribe. Uh, we're also on YouTube and follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. I think that's a decent plug, isn't it? 100%. Pretty good. Have I missed anything? No, it's no. 2020, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> 2020, season two. Figure and better. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye, guys. To unemployed actors.